0: It's good to be back, gentlemen. It's, it's been a minute, I mean, two months or so. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to be back. A little, I think we should start off with a little housekeeping since we've had such a hiatus. Um, right. I think I want to start off by saying I've been playing a lot of golf, um, a lot of tournaments. Just recently went down to Cleveland to visit Fulte and Ferrara, played oh, Big yeah. Met. What a treat. It is quite big. <sighs> let, me, let me tell you. Fulte, what, what, what do you like about Big Met?
1: humongous met i like big met because it's one of those courses that you keep you hold very close dear to your heart i've played it a lot growing up um, i've been around the big met area there's also a little Met, um, which is only nine holes but i really like the course just because it's, it's one of those courses that you can go out and play on a friday at you know three o'clock and you set up your tee time at two thirty. you know what i mean so it's one of those great places they're always willing to have golfers out there it's always a fun track it's easy to go low um, it's, it's really fun for people who suck at golf and it's great for people who are great at golf. So it's really a win-win oh, and it was awesome having you out there, Mac. That was awesome.
0: Oh yeah. I'm, I'm glad to, yeah, I hear you guys talk about it all the time. I'm so glad I finally am starting to get a taste of the Cleveland Metro park golf scene. And it's, yeah. it's a
2: treat. Let me tell you. Um, just a taste. I, I'm excited to give you the whole, the whole meal at a future date. Yeah. We got to play <laughs> sleepy, man. We got to play yeah. sleepy hollow. We really do. But
0: I, another golf, a huge golf news um, is we went up to Northern Michigan. We played uh, nine courses, kind of, um, a few rain delays <laughs> to, to be mentioned later. Um, mm-hmm. But that was super fun. I'm, I got to show you my my neck of the woods, yep. my neck of the nape, nape of the woods, as Ty would say. Candy shack reference for everybody. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah i mean on top of that we've also had uh a little internal systems change we're gonna start going with uh seasons now with our podcast and it should be better organized and the flow
2: should be better at least that's our thought yep so hopefully like the episodes tie into each other a little bit better within a season we have like we post similar content with you know consecutively within a season. So hopefully it just makes a little bit more sense uh, for the viewer. I think
1: we, we also are, have, yeah, we also have some plans to cut down on the episode time. So hopefully it's a little bit more digestible, a little bit more entertaining. We can pack some more info into a shorter amount of time. It should be a little bit easier to um, you know listen to. And you can kind of listen to, you know, binge them if you want to. You should. Binge them. Binge them all, baby. Listen to them all. Well, Benjamin, this isn't like Netflix. We're not, is we're
2: not releasing a whole season at once. Benjamin's <laughs> telling everyone to binge him, so that makes that makes sense. But awesome.
1: you
0: should binge your old ones. Park, um, <laughs> let's get us started. I think you had a you had a great question that you posed. Yeah, for us, this is. An I think we should. Awesome
2: we just got back from that northern Michigan trip, which was awesome. Uh, what an awesome place to play golf! And when you play a bunch of new courses that you've never played, you kind of it's only natural to be like, "All right, well, wh- where does that one rank?" especially when you play a really good track, like where does that one rank on all of the other courses I've played, I've played, you know, throughout our life. And we've been lucky to go on a bunch of golf trips, play play a bunch of cool, cool golf courses. So what, Mac, we'll start with you. What is your Mount Rushmore of golf courses you've ever played? This is, I,
0: I've, I've thought long and hard about this <laughs> and I would have to say my, my top courses are, What's well, Mount Rochemore for, right? Four, so four, yep. we'll go Frederica naturally. I think that's, that's yes. an auto, auto lock.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. You're damn right. You're out the other ranking. Continue. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, the other one, I'd have to go sneaky die preserve. I think die preserve is an awesome course. It's, it's fun seeing all these golf YouTubers playing this course. I'm like, hey man, I've played there. That's an awesome course. And yeah. meeting Daniel Berger there <laughs> definitely helped. DB straight cool. vibin, And then I would also have to throw on the uh, Mid Pines. Um, Mid Pines is awesome. That's a course I would never get sick of. I'd play it every day for the rest of my life and just thoroughly enjoy it. Um, and my last one, Country Club of North Carolina. It was not the do- – I think – was it would we play the Cardinal course? It wasn't the one they had in the amateur, but it was absolutely pure Oh, it's phenomenal. It was such a such an awesome course. And it was or sorry, the, the junior amateur was, was right. held there this year. Yeah. So those are those are my those right. are my four. How about
1: how about Fultz? What do you have? You're starting us off strong. I gotta I gotta follow up. Uh with a total agreement on Frederica. That's an obvious pick of mine. That place will live in my brain forever until I make enough money that I can actually be a member there. <laughs> um, moving on, May though, never happen. off of Fray Rico, yeah, yeah, probably will never happen, but I'm going to keep my hopes high. Um, I'm going to add the wonderful, the one and only Tobacco Road, baby. What an awesome, what an awesome track. I'm more of a fun golf course kind of guy. I love the quirkiness of Tobacco Road, how much fun it was to be out there with the boys as well. Um, At no point did you stand in a hole and one knew what you were supposed to do because there's like 10 different options on every single tee, which is awesome. I love it when when courses do that. But also, you don't feel confident. You pretty much never feel confident with what you're going with. So you're going to pick one of those 10 options and then you're not going to know what to do from there. So overall, great golf course, had to add it. I'll also throw in mid pines as well. Uh, Same as Mac, I could play that course the rest of my life and never get bored. Um, but i think my my sneaky my sneaky course that i'll throw in there um is probably old chatham i stayed at old i got lucky i stayed at old chatham my senior year of college during our spring trip and um it was just the another course with an unbelievable atmosphere and a place that i could play for the rest of my life and not get bored as well so and that's a pretty strong listing there but um, a couple couple a couple courses that are more just for, you know, the atmosphere that they create and a couple courses that are all about the kind of quirkiness and the and the fun. So yeah. I love that yeah. split. And for, Old Chatham has a great, great
2: milk yeah. <laughs> It's very true. Great service there at Old Chatham. You know, whenever you get your cart stuck and in the process of getting <laughs> your cart unstuck, you get drenched in mud. Um, <laughs> And then the guy cleans your your cleans your clothes and has them pressed and ready to go when you leave the golf course. I don't I don't know any other place that's doing that. So shout out. I don't even you.
0: think Frederica could do that.
2: Yeah, that was unbelievable. <laughs> um, shoot, so you guys covered a lot of my favorites, but I'm gonna t- kind of take a different approach here. My favorite courses are ones that are like like notoriously challenging that like ask a very hard question that are like that are going to like punch you in the teeth over and over again for some reason like that makes me really excited to play that course when i know it's going to be super super hard and i have to buckle in and i'm going to be grinding for pars all day for i'm weird in the sense that i like to get beat up like that and really test my game so frederica obviously on the cor- on the list here you ye, hear you we're in unison there. <laughs> It's so good. The other ones, um, the Ocean Course in Kiowa, um, got to play that twice. Um, that does to beat golfers up. That, yeah. First time I played it, not good well. The second time I actually played pretty well, so I, it holds a <laughs> near place in my heart. Third would be Pinehurst number two, like from a from like a scenery or like it, it. It's not like that that great. Like it doesn't blow your socks off, but holy shit, is it! You have to hit a golf shot on every shot. Um, it just demands so much from you it's not necessarily the, the most memorable course but i just remember like being so uncomfortable and just having to be like so on with all of my game to play there so that was cool um so there's three um whew, trying to i, I want to take i want to take one that i <laughs> haven't really picked so for my fourth one i'm gonna go red stick in bureau beef mm-hmm. um, the definition of pure you know not necessarily a hey, not necessarily like a, like a good layout. Maybe not as good as like of a layout as some of the courses you guys mentioned. But in terms of clearness, it, it doesn't. It does not get better than Red It was awesome. Yeah. Good but, picks. Hey, good but, picks. I, this might be
0: a uh, a hot hot take, but I I'm not a fan of Reese Jones. Hmm. I'm not. I I don't like his golf courses. I, they look cool, but they don't. They're nothing special, in my opinion
1: hmm interesting why what, can you expand pretty, on that
0: pretty, pretty cookie cutter you know yeah they all kind mm. of look the same mm. um and there's nothing nothing like crazy about the layout like alistair mckenzie has his like camouflage bunkering and donald ross has his turtle back greens and his front-to-back slopes and it's yeah. just tactical golf and reese jones just kind of is just like Medium to large size greens, all the bunkers look the same. And is more or less straight holes. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's a hot take, like I said, but my opinion.
1: No, I, I can get behind that. I like that. That's some good. You got a good point there. It is a little bit, you know, you, you step on another course from Reese Jones. You play one, you step on another course and you're like, wow, this might be the same one that I just played. I don't really tell, <laughs> you know, yeah. so you got a point there. His, his style actually... is
0: his style is not unique,
1: right? Mm-hmm, yeah. That actually well, kind of actually his, track,
2: though, under his under his name, but I, I think I I don't know I I don't know if I'm like educated enough on Reese Jones to have a opinion one way or the other. Other than Red Stick was pretty sick, so
0: yeah. Um, so I we've obviously been on a ton of golf trips. Um, and we last summer we finally pulled, pulled the trigger on our own self-planned golf trip with just the boys, college booster golf alum, eight guys. It was a highlight of my life so far to say the least. Um, but we went to Pinehurst and more specifically, we went to Southern Pines. We played the, the mid Pines, Pine Needles, Southern Pines, um, res- resort, so to speak. Um, yeah. And it was it was awesome. Like I said, um, did anybody have like
2: highlights of the trip or just yeah? I'll I'll throw a highlight. Anything out. We, like that? We found we got a cabin on Mid Pines Hole Number Ten, which is usually like Hole tens right by the clubhouse. But the way Mid Pines is laid out, like Hole Ten might be the furthest point from the clubhouse on the on the property. Um, just being able to like make the turn from nine to ten. Run into the cabin real quick, reload on beers, and then hop back on 10-T and continue to play. Playing um, as an eight some, and playing as an eight some because you're no one's out there when you're out there on hole ten. Uh, was just was just awesome. I mean, Max put mid pines on his top four, and it completely deserves to be in the Mount Rushmore. What an awesome track! Uh, can't say enough good things about Pinehurst Golf. Like that's my favorite place in the world to play golf. golf.
0: Sandhills Golf is undefeated. Yeah.
2: In my what opinion. about you, Ben? You got a memory year. Highlighted that trip,
1: I would. Yeah, definitely. I mean, going hand in hand with White Tobacco Road is on my Mount Rushmore. We we just played some unbelievable golf there, and the competition that we had was unmatched. We have not. I mean, as a team, um, we just have not had that good of a stretch of golf in a really long time, or possibly ever. So that was definitely one of the highlights for me. Just everybody playing well, everybody ending around with high spirits, um, loving the course that we played, loving the way we played, loving who we played with. So I think overall that, that day at Tobacco Row was, was undefeated.
0: Yeah, And, and so we were playing tilt that day. And if I'm not mistaken, Fultz made four birdies in a row. Think so from like 13 yeah. to 16 or something, whatever it
1: was. Stupid. Just yeah, was absurd. Just and unconscious and then I double bugged the last hole. She was 71. <laughs> oh, man. You can count on me, baby. You can count on me. <laughs> my
0: my highlight from that trip was the the first day, I we had gotten there early. We were waiting on the Ohio guys to, to drive down while they were stuck in what was it, like, Virginia traffic. Yeah, um, traffic. Yep. Oh, my God. And they finally get there. We tail off mid-pines at 4 o'clock, and it gets dark around eight o'clock there we're like we gotta and you know we're playing kind of slow we're playing as an eight some um uh and you know make the turn at 10 like for our say, we grab our beer and i'm i'm under at this point going into 15 i believe going into 15 par 5 reachable in two it's all it's only like 480 maybe 500 kind of downhill and i you know get on in two to like 30 feet and make the putt So I'm, I made Eagle, I'm three under and we're like, ah, this is our last hole. Like it's, it's dark. It's getting dark. You know, we should go get dinner and I go, guys, come on. You know, I'm three under, we can't, we can't stop it now. And so having everybody watch me play the last three holes, we just decided to
2: stop. Everyone else was stopping. We're we're only focused was to find Max golf ball and give him a light over his ball so he could hit it in the pitch black. So we could finish. And shout out, shout out Evan Jenkins
0: on hole 18. Taking the cart all the way down to the fairway in the complete like it was at that point on eighteen t it was completely dark you couldn't see three feet in front of your hand and Evan Jenkins ran down to the fairway and was and then we hit it and he's like I heard it land but I don't know where it went and we found it had a crazy sidewinder for for birdie and it it hit a rock or something I mean that thing turned like a dot but ended up shooting two under and it was just an awesome start to the trip everybody was hype we are like, Oh, this is about to be an awesome trip. So with that being said, we have created, we we're like, how do we like rank these golf courses? How do we put like our, our, our opinions about these golf courses into, into numbers? How do we rank them among the courses we've all played? Right. And we've come up with a little bit of a, a ratings survey, um, It'll be linked in the bio if anybody wants to uh, share your rating on any of the courses we have on that survey. But um, we we ranked, you know, we all we all voted on these courses and filled out the survey, and we have some scores for everybody. And I I want to jump into that, see what you guys yeah. think about how how it played out for these four courses.
2: So the Trip. scores are the scores are from one to five, five being like Augusta or something like that, and one being the dog shit muni around the corner from your house. L.C. Bulls. L.C. Bulls, Bulls is a five
0: in, our, in the yeah, heart. Like Five in the heart,
2: be- one on the scorecard. Right. Like a three should be an <laughs> average course. Um, a four should be an elite course. And five, anything close to five is like the best course in the world. Right. So that's, that's like the, our, I, that's our kind of reasoning behind the scoring. Um, but go ahead, Mac.
0: Yeah. And so the, the order is as follows and it makes sense. As Ben and I both had Mid Pines in our Ro- Mount Rushmore, Mid Pines is number one at three point nine one, but it is tied with Tobacco Road at three point nine one, which I find <laughs> very interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, very different I, courses, but also very much in my hold of about the same weight in my heart as one of my. I would agree. The-
0: I I could play. I, I could play I Tobacco road, road over and over. over the
2: mm-hmm.
0: one thing, the one thing about Tobacco Road is Mike Strantz was on acid when he designed that golf course. <laughs> but it is, and it's it is scary. It is a scary golf course to look it's at. Terrible. But isn't it? It is its extremely playable golf course, if I do say mm-hmm. so. Like, mm-hmm. it yeah. doesn't look like it, but it, like, it's not like incredibly punishing to the point that you just want to walk off
2: the course. Yep. Mm-hmm. If, if we, that was most of our second times playing Tobacco Road. So like, we knew a little bit. We just knew enough to like make it. Playable. Like, like the first time you play it, you're probably going to get your teeth kicked in. But then once you kind of, you kind of understand the par fives are really easy. If you just hit, you just hit it here. And like these holes look really intimidating, but you can hit it past the trouble in some places. So like it, it was gettable once you, once you like kind of figure it out. So,
0: yeah. Um, and then we got coming in at, in third is Pine Needles with a 3.82. This one, I kind of find a little interesting. I understand why they had the, the women's US Open he- there it being a little bit bigger. It's like Mid Pines on a bigger scale. Yeah. But I thought it lost it it lost what Mid Pines had. Like the the, the beauty that Mid Pines has and that tight, just kinda intimate feeling that Mid Pines has to Pine Needles being blown up on a bigger scale. Just it loses that intimate feeling. Yeah. I'm still a I think that's why
2: it fell. I think the vibe at Pine Needles like continues that at, at of, of Mid Pines and the rest of Pinehurst. I think the vibe is there i think the ballpark like the course itself like when we when I say ballpark in quotes like it's it's a big tough test um so like yes definitely makes i think it's a u.s u.s open like worthy course but yeah you're right like the the quirkiness and the fun and like the funness of mid pines is kind of like that it's very gettable you have to hit good shots but like there's a lot of birdies out there. There's a lot of cool, different shot making stuff. Whereas Pine Needles is like, all right, well, I have to bomb driver here to even have a chance um, to make a par or something like that. And you kind of maybe lose a little bit of the the quirkiness and and, and funness of, of mid pines. So I, I'm, I'm I kind of agree, but not 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 to hold anything against Pine Needles because it was good. It was really good. Yeah, it was
0: a great course. It just I think it being that big lost that intimate feeling, and I like that intimate feeling.
2: Fultz? Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, and if we dive into you know, the way that we structured this this uh this survey here allows us to kind of break these down into different sections versus like conditions, layout, difficulty, amenities seen seen in uh, you know kind of you know aura yeah. of the course, yeah. yeah, vibe, overall vibe. And I just think it's interesting that Pine needles scored the lowest um, you know, across their own their own rating at three point four. So it it seems like the it amenities was, nice. was kind of sorry
2: you said it's it scored the lowest out of all those courses in which which category
1: in the amenities not not across all the courses but just for itself its amenities was its big hindrance um which would make sense because you know we didn't we also didn't have a ton of access to the amenities so um just keeping in mind that we had the best conditions while we were playing there its layout was one of one of the top um you know and it's, it's actually the lowest in the layout Oh, yep, yeah. Sorry. Right. But, but, okay. But, but then, but then, right. yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Scenery, scenery and horror was also very high. So um, I just think it's interesting breaking it down to those, those different categories as well. And kind of analyzing what, what might've been the the factor that that held it back from getting that top spot.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then rounding out the, our, our trip was Southern Pines with 3.62. So I mean they're all pretty close together. I will mention, and I think Southern Pines being at fourth kind of makes sense. But if we played it on another day, it would have been it would have been up higher. I think we we had played it. What was it, twelve or fourteen months after a rest after this huge restoration? Yep. They were still, you know, laying out the groundwork for the overhills that they just released, like a month, like in this past month that they opened up and the eighteen hole putting course. Yep. And it it was an amazing golf course. I think it was the best of like all three of the other courses combined, in my opinion. It was intimate, like mid pines. It was kind of quirky and just sand dunes everywhere, sand everywhere, just kind of just grass laid on top of dunes, like Tobacco Road. And it had just great views like pine needles. I, I mean, it was it was awesome.
2: Yeah, that that that's the best property of the three courses. Like the property that that course sits on is, is unbelievable. It's so cool. Um, it's definitely got the best piece of property. And when we played, the greens were like well, we just played like pine needles and mid pines, which like were maybe some of the best greens we've ever putted on. Like running like 12, 13s, just pure, not a single bump. Then we go to like Southern Pines, and those greens are like back to average, like nine and a half. You know, they're they're not they're not they weren't super fast. So. But, again, they had just redid all of the greens. They just went through this restoration. You give – I think we give it, like, one or two more years, and we go back there, and that could be the best course of the three for sure. Absolutely. Um,
0: So I know we've mentioned that this this episode is about golf trips, and we're talking about all our trips. But this Pinehurst trip, you know, do you guys have any observations? Fultz, we'll start with you. Do you have any observations about, you know, what what did we do right on this trip? What could we have, like, planned better – done better anything like that
1: definitely um you know i think i always focus on the competition that we try to create whenever we're out there playing on these in these trips and i've always thought that the better the competition you have the more fun you're going to have on the trip as a whole um it's tough to go out here and just you know if you're going to plan a big golf like trip like this you absolutely need some sort of game that everybody's playing and getting involved in and i think we've we did a really really good job um for this pinehurst trip creating a, a really cool atmosphere with regards to our, our competition. And, you know, we're all competitive golfers. So maybe for, you know, somebody who's just going out and trying to have a blast, uh, you, you choose some sort of different game, you know, you don't do tilt scoring like we did or or whatever, but I think we, we did a, a, a really good job teeing up some really fun competition and we made it so that we were both, you know, everybody was on teams, you're paired up with one player, you play with them throughout all the golf courses. And you kind of ride or die with your partner throughout the entire thing, which makes it really fun. You get really close to your partner. Um, I actually do think for our Northern Michigan trip that we've mentioned a couple of times that we'll talk about in our next episode, we improved upon this competition, but the key was we needed to get some sort of footing, some sort of basis that we could build upon. And I think we did a really, really good job with that competition. It made it fun. It made it interesting. It made it, you know, made you play golf for a reason. And I think that is the most important part
2: when you're going on golf trips. Yeah. Day. No, that's 10 out of 10. Couldn't agree more. We, to kind of mm-hmm. just give the people a little bit more of an idea of what we did, maybe they can take an idea from us or not. Um, we have a trophy that we found. It was like a 1976, uh, what was it, like BMW Open, some tournament that doesn't the, exist. The Kaiser
0: International. Kaiser International. The Kaiser mm-hmm. International.
2: Mm-hmm. Somehow we found this old PGA for trophy that we played for um, on this trip. So we played like a Stableford game called Tilt um that determined the partners so if you finished first in the stable for um you know round then you were paired with the person that finished eighth so on and so forth and then uh and then we played two-man best ball like bracket style elimination um between the partners like um which was super fun right and i think we i think if we had a, a drawback of it is you're playing with your same partner each round. And when you want to go golf trip with eight guys that are, you know, spread around the country, it, it you kind of want to play with everyone and you're stuck with at least one guy every round. So what we improved on in, in Northern Michigan trip would be like trying to, sp- you mix up the partners, right? Play a Ryder cup yeah. format where you mix up the partners. Oh,
0: you're fuck. able to play with everybody. And I still ended up playing with Ferrara every round, even though he was on. Yeah. I th- one of the things I think we got really right in this that, you know, was granted, we'll talk about it in northern Michigan. But one of the things we got really right was staying close to the golf course, but also like stay in this case, staying on the golf course, being able to stay on the golf course just opens up so many doors. Um, If you're into it, you don't have to worry about it. D uh, a DD or anything like that. Um, you can, especially <laughs> that afternoon round, you come back and play the course that's right by the, the cottage or the hotel yep. or whatever. And you just have a blast and you just, you know, you don't worry. And you're just there having fun, just playing golf. Um, a- again, like we said, the, I, I echo the, the team format. I think it's really important to have some sort of competition, um, putting something uh, on, on the trip. Cause at least me personally, I, if there's nothing to play for you, you kind of get loose and lax and you don't necessarily play your best golf. Um, now, if you're worried about competition, we're college golfers and we still do gentlemen's doubles. If you make anything worse than double, yep. it's just a double <laughs> with a, with mm-hmm. an
2: asterisk. It's a great um, way to do that on trips too. It's gentlemen cool.
0: doubles are the way to go on golf trips. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I want to shout out the one other thing that I think we improved on that we executed better this year at Northern Michigan was having some sort of live leaderboard or a way to archive our rounds so that we can look back and be like, you know, we're talking about stories and you're like, I can't remember if i made birdie or, or boat or Eagle or birdie or par there, but it was like a huge momentum shift in the round. And you can look back and go, Oh, I made, I made birdie there. And it was huge. Um, And so I would just want to throw in a, a shout out to golfify it's on the app store, Google play, and it is a live leaderboard, kind of like golf genius, but way better. Um, and if you have a trip of eight people or less, it is free and the support is awesome. Um, so definitely go look up golfify if you have a chance.
2: They do match play scoring to uh, best ball scoring. So like it made our matches super easy to track and, um made it made it super fun right
1: so the match play i'll even throw in here the match play was really cool to look at on golfify because you could see it they they format it just like it is in the Ryder cup you know match plays or even the dell match play that they play for the PJ tours you could see the hole by hole change in kind of momentum as it goes along it's really really cool definitely check out golfify if you get a chance yeah absolutely
0: yeah so i think one of the best golf trips we've ever taken. Uh, It's going to be hard to top moving forward for sure. Um, But any, any closing thoughts on, on our Pinehurst trip?
2: I I don't think like there's a place in the world that within like a 10 mile radius has as many like world-class golf courses. Like I don't really don't think there's, (laughs) there's a better golf destination than Pinehurst. Um, And I also like, while the Pinehurst, you know, numbers one through nine. Well, I, they might even open ten. now. 10's open now. Or um, no, in April, sorry. Well, those get a lot of the prestige because, you know, Pinehurst number two, U.S. Open. Um, Mid-Pines, Pine Needles, and Southern Pines were every bit as good, maybe even arguably better than the Pinehurst courses. So don't sleep on those. Definitely, you have to check them out. If you're a avid golfer, you're missing out if you don't go play Mid-Pines, Southern Pines, and Pine Needles. So.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and if, I'll, you're, I'll, if you're thinking about somewhere to go for a golf trip and you're not sure, just go to Pinehurst. Just, you're going to find golf mm-hmm. there and it's going to yeah. be world-class golf. Like just, just go there. Yep. Yeah. the, same I'll, 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 the United yeah. States." Sorry.
1: Seriously. Um, I just want to tack on to one thing that I like about Pinehurst as well is there's a lot of other amenities, not just golf, which does make a golf trip a lot more enjoyable as well. Every, every time I've been to Pinehurst, we have, unbelievable rounds of golf we have a blast and it's not like the day is over there. We go explore some of the surrounding towns, some of the um, fun little like Easter eggs, I guess you could say of, of the area um, because yeah. And because you're in, because you're in a golf town, there's like little golf shops that you can go check out cool golf themed um, uh, places to eat. So there's a lot of other cool amenities that you should definitely check out too. If you get, the if you get the chance to play anywhere in Pinehurst, um, you know, you technically you could go not even play golf and still have a great golf trip. Um, which I think is really, really cool about Pinehurst. So yeah, just wanted to throw that in there.
0: And speaking of places to go, we would go through Pinehurst every year on our college golf trip. And we would always, our coach Danch always take us to the villager. And we had to go to the villager on this trip in honor of rich Danch. Um, it was it's a soup and soup and sandwich like deli Shop. Yep. Just mm-hmm. world class sandwiches. Hits every time.
2: Undefeated. It's every undefeated. Single time. Every single time. Does not miss. So mm-hmm. similar to no. similar to Mac when he's inside twenty feet, uh he does not <laughs> <miss>. <laughs> Except for So definitely
1: mean. Definitely tune in to, to episode two on, on Michigan Golf and see how See how Michigan golf compared to Pioneers. I think you guys will find it very interesting to see how our competition changed as well as the kind of the flow of the trip. We had a little bit of a different format, uh, but you'll have to wait to see. So definitely tune into episode two. All right. Cheers. Cheers.